on the Newman Jets Audio Network. This is the JetCast, the official podcast of Newman University Athletics, featuring exclusive interviews with coaches, players, administrators, and more. The JetCast podcast is brought to you by South Central Ceiling and Paving, online at scsealing.com. Mel Hambledon Ford, Pepsi, Allstate Insurance Agent Mike Light, Eck Agency, Donlinger Construction, Big Corner Creative, Dr. Brennan Lucas and Advanced Orthopedic Associates, Keystone Solid Surfaces, and by Overland Charters, the official transportation provider of Newman University Athletics. Here's the voice of the Newman Jets, Blake Kreps. Well, a slight schedule change here for Newman University basketball as the doubleheader for Thursday, well, not so fast. Emporia State not going to send the men out. However, we're still going to talk with our men's assistant coach. He's in his second year as an associate head coach, fourth year with the program, as now the Newman men are looking forward to a trip to the capital city to play the Washburn Ichabods. Jamal DePriest joins me here on the JetCast. I believe this is episode number 28. I may have that wrong. If I got it wrong, I'll fix it, and we'll get it right next week. Uh, Coach DePriest, thanks so much for the time. I appreciate it. Thank you for having me. Well, uh, obviously, with 2020, you know, anything can happen, and uh, it has happened to you guys. Thankfully, it's not uh, the, the Jets team, although it's happened once before with the Jets having to postpone a game. So it's something that you guys are used to. But sure. coronavirus, getting a, a game delayed, the Emporia State men not going to be able to play on time on Thursday. How do you adjust to this on the fly? Obviously, with practice, you're getting ready for Emporia State. You're doing Hornet-specific drills. Uh, as a coaching staff, how do you have to regather and then regroup and look to kind of reorganize everything as you get set for a new next game date which now of course is on Saturday I guess I mean this year in general has, has just been like that this entire season um it, it started with in the preseason with us I mean we went through quarantine twice so um we're just trying to stay positive with our guys and you know they've got to understand that you know you may have to make adjustments on the fly um with the way the year is and we're just gonna have to deal with it and, and move forward well with the quarantines obviously setting you back in terms of the amount of practice that you should have gotten in right, a normal right. year. Uh, how much do you, how much headway do you feel like you have been able to make to try to get the guys back? And, and does this losing this couple of days here, this game on Thursday, does that help give you a couple extra days of practice to, to kind of make up that time? Well, thankfully, you know, our guys, we have a great group of, of guys and they, um, they've been staying positive. They've been staying together um, despite the circumstances um, it hasn't been much, uh, much adjustment. Um, you know, we, we've missed a couple of practices, but um, honestly, it feels like we, we just pick up right where we've, le- we've left off. Uh, conditioning was down a little bit uh, when they first came back right before that first game uh, with Southern. But other than that, I mean, um, you know, I just like their morale. Uh, and and it, that's tough to do. Um, like, like we said, despite these circumstances and, and going through things like that um, on a weekly basis, um, I just like that they're continuing to keep their morale up and staying positive. Well, and obviously when you play as tough as you guys have, you have two losses, but both by combined five points, one to the number 21 team in the country. Mentally, how are guys holding up knowing that, you know, it, it's been very close and you guys are, are not that far away from being – 2-0 and and having a, a big top 25 win to open up the year. Well, I mean, it's promising. It's promising just because we have such a young group, um, an inexperienced group. We, 
we haven't even scratched the surface on how good we can be, you know. And so um, that's always a good thing. And we've just got to continue to preach our guys to stay the course and understand that, you know, you may take bumps early on. You probably will uh, with the amount of freshmen that we have that are in the rotation, the amount of transfers that we have that, um, you know, that weren't wasn't here last year, hadn't seen this league. It takes some time to adjust to this league and the style of play. Um, but overall, I mean, it's a positive for us just because w- with with the group that we have, you know, they're continuing to get better even though they're so young and inexperienced. Coming up on this JetCast, we'll be joined by two women's players coming up, a student assistant, Maria Saldana, and next I'll be joined by a senior guard from Emporia. Uh, it's not a coincidence. The Jets are still playing the Lady Hornets on Thursday. Braxton Stewart is joining me next segment. Talking about a guy who has maybe scratched the surface, um, you know, you don't come in to the MIAA and average 23 and a half over your first right, two games, right. I guess, unless you're Brandon Bunn, obviously. Right. What's allowed him to kind of come in and, and have such an immediate impact for, for you guys in these two games? Well, the thing about Brandon, man, he's special. He's, ex- he's extremely confident. Um, and that's, you know, that's, that's half the battle in this league, man. This league is so tough and, you know, I mean, competitive from top to bottom. And, you know, and he came in and from, from the jump, he felt like he's, he's put the work in and to solidify himself as one of the best guards in the league. And, you know, you've got to have that confidence night in and night out um, to be able to put up the type of numbers that he, he's special. And, you know, he wants to continue to get better on, you know, he wants to, to be dominant on both ends of the floor, not, not just on the offensive end. And, you know, that's, that's what I think is going to propel him to, to becoming, you know, like I said, one of those top guards in the league. Your coaching staff obviously has a little bit of a shakeup this year as the elder Coach Allen right. uh, decided to go ahead and, and hang up the sneakers this year, hang up the whistle. What was it like learning from Coach Allen the first couple of years when you were the assistant coach and, and he was brought on by RJ? And, uh, and what's it been like not having him around this year? Yeah, I mean, it was huge just having having him around the guys. And, you know, he always would keep our – I mean, he's he's seen so much in this game. He's probably forgotten more basketball than we, that we know, honestly. <laughs> And, you know, he, you know, when, when you have those tough, those tough years like we had last year, he was always, you know, that that voice that continued to keep the guys as well as our staff, like keep us positive and, and understand that at the end of the day, the bigger, the bigger, bigger picture is, you know, making sure these, these guys are doing the right thing off the floor and, and making sure they get graduated. Um, and, you know, everyone goes through it, uh, goes through the year like we had um, last year. Um, you just got to continue to get better from it, learn from it is the most important thing. And he was just always preaching to us, stay positive, stay positive. And I, I've carried that with me, um, you know, pretty much since I've been with him. Um, and I learned that from him. So the, uh, the, the last couple of years working with Coach R.J. Allen, talking to him more on the JetCast and, and doing our, our pregame interviews, uh, you kind of learn more about the likes and dislikes. And one thing that we have uh, unearthed here as, as part of these broadcasts is that Coach R.J. Allen is a bit of a Big Ten apologist, mm-hmm. um, you know, thinks the Big Ten is the greatest conference basically mm-hmm. in every sport. Uh, do you share his affinity for the Big Ten? Uh, I don't. I'm, a, I'm, I'm from the South, so I'm an SEC guy. Of uh, course. Yeah, I'm an SEC guy, especially, especially football. Um, basketball is not quite as – Basketball not quite, and, yeah, but, you know, I'm, I'm – 
you know, I'm a big-time ACC fan, and it's some really good basketball in all conferences, American, Big 12, Big 10, you know. Uh, but as far as football goes, me personally, I think it's the SEC. How, how much what, – what's the biggest sports argument, not having anything to do with Newman basketball, what's the biggest argument about sports that the basketball coaching office has gotten into? That – I mean, what is the – you know, the, the best basketball and the best football – conferences in, in in america um you know like i said I, I feel like it's sec and coach allen he's he's big 10 heavy on ba- <laughs> in basketball and football so but he's from wichita so right. I, you know he went to minnesota for yeah. what five years and all of a sudden he's he's right. brainwashed by the big 10 <laughs> what other sports do you do you get to follow obviously being a coach there's not a ton of time to follow but are you college basketball heavy or are there some other sports that, that you enjoy I, watching? I mean I love watching college football like growing up down south that, that was I mean that's big time being able to watch you know Florida Alabama Ole Miss Mississippi State obviously I'm, I'm a big college basketball guy um, you know I'll watch you know you, whoever's playing Pretty, really. yeah um, I just love the game and uh, but as far as other sports, I love watching college football. Um, and I watch NFL at times, but, but mainly college. You've gotten a lot of extra time to spend at home with uh, your wife and two young kids. Got, mm-hmm. a, got a one-year-old now. Uh, have they started to pick up any uh, – Coach R.J. Allen is, is kind of convinced that one of his sons is going to be a baseball right. player. Um, ha- has either of your two kids shown any – Early uh, proclivities or or uh, tendencies in sports. My my daughter actually will be she'll be three in January. She's going to be three. Yeah, okay. yeah. So my my son is a huge basketball fan. Um, he loves he loves the game. Uh, he loves to watch it. Um, surprisingly, I didn't you know I didn't really fall in love with the game. That's Zion, until, right? Yeah, Zion. So that, I mean, yeah. he's got a name for it. If Zion is <laughs> right. in the NBA, right, right. he keeps going. Right. No, but he loves watching. He loves you know coming to our practices and. You know, being around the guys, spending time with the guys. Um, you know, I don't, I don't necessarily know about my daughter. I don't know if she. My wife plays sports in college. Uh, she played volleyball at um, okay. Southern University in Baton Rouge. So, um, um, maybe, maybe my my daughter will grow into it eventually, but she's not really into it right now. But my son is a huge basketball fan. Uh, has it been different? Because you know, normally you guys kind of have a little corner over there with uh with the allens and and your wife their mm-hmm. kids and they come on the the court after the game and uh, you know i know that you enjoy spending that time after right. i mean more after a win but no yeah, matter absolutely. no matter a win yeah. or a loss right, you know sure. you for always sure. love to see them on the court um how much have you kind of missed that and are you going to miss that this year not I mean, being able to have them here it i mean it has been an adjustment they've they've made the first two games but it's just i mean it's different my, my son had you know, prior, you know, pre-COVID, my son would come to practices and things like that. And, and now, you know, we, we're, we're skeptical on getting them out and bringing them around the guys as often as we did. Um, so it's an adjustment for sure. And, I, you know, to, to see the look on his face when he can't, when he can't participate is, is <laughs> tough, honestly. It's really tough I because he, he enjoys it. Um, you know, but it's, all, it's an adjustment that we all have to go through. Um, and, you know, hopefully we get through it sooner rather than later. Yeah, uh, I agree with you there. Well, final question, um, you know, how much uh, of, a, of a pain is it and how much of, a, uh, of an adjustment is it to try to turn the focus from working on an Emporia State game plan and a scout um, luckily, you've you've got some time, right. so you've actually got more time for Washburn than you would normally have. But kind of take me through the week. You know, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, 
without this game on Thursday, you know, being dropped in the middle of Tuesday uh, at noon, I think is when they made the official announcement. How do you go about, you know, redirecting the team's focus to a, a very talented and a very good Washburn team? Right. Not that Emporia State wasn't. Hornets are 3-0, and appear to be much improved over a year ago, but a redirecting to a very competitive Washburn team that you'll see in Topeka on Saturday. Well, the positive side of things is, because we're not playing the Emporia game, the turnaround, if we would have played the, the Emporia game, the turnaround for that Washburn game on that Saturday was going to be so quick with this inexperienced group and, and them not understanding, okay, you play that Thursday game, win or lose, you've got to forget about that because Friday you got to completely prep for a whole different team, a really good team, like you said, on Saturday. And so now it just gives us, in my opinion, it gives us more time to focus on Washburn. Um, and we'll probably start that preparation today. Um, and, you know, it, you just you just have to roll with the punches and try and take positive, take a positive approach out of, you know, everything that happens this year because you, I mean, you know, we could have, an, you know, another two or three games just like this. You know, sure. you're preparing for a game and then all of a sudden it gets canceled or postponed. So it's just something that we have to deal with. And, you know, I think we'll be prepared for it. Obviously, this game is scheduled to be made up as of right now. We don't have any information on that, but uh, certainly watch NewmanJets.com. They'll keep you up to date. And uh, if they play, assuming that uh, I'm available, we'll have it for you on the Newman Jets Audio Network. So uh, Saturday, next game for the men, doubleheader as the Jets take on the Ichabods up at Lee Arena in Topeka. Thanks, Coach. Appreciate the time. Thanks, Blake. Braxton Stewart comes up here next on the JetCast. Hey boss, the backhoe was stolen from the Valley job. Great. And our computers were hacked last night and they got some of our clients' information. Seriously? And your wife called. She said the dead tree you were supposed to tear down fell on your neighbor's roof. Ah, what am I going to do? I'd call Eck Agency. They're great at providing insurance solutions to protect your business, work comp, home, and autos before these things happen. Call or text Eck Agency at 316-303-1905 or visit eckagency.com. When remodeling your kitchen or purchasing a new home, choosing the right countertops can often be intimidating. Trust the quartz and granite experts at Keystone Solid Surfaces to work with you every step of the way, from design to installation. Keystone Solid Surfaces fabricates and installs the highest quality quartz and granite countertops. So remember, when you're ready for new countertops... The key is Keystone. Keystone Solid Surfaces. Call 316-778-1566. That's 778-1566. Or go online to keystonesolidsurfaces.com. Women's basketball getting set to make the trip up to Emporia this week, and uh, we got somebody who knows a little something about that. So you're going to get a double dose of uh, Braxton Stewart here today, and uh, that's not that bad of a day. That's not bad, is it, Braxton? I hope not. No, I hope not, I hope <laughs> not too. Welcome to the JetCast. Thanks so much. Talk to me a little bit about this experience that you've had you've played in a couple of these division one games obviously none quite as exciting as the one you got to plan on friday a four-point loss to kansas state how do you think that that helps you as a player and how do you think it helps the the team as a program um i think it helps us as a program because we just see firsthand that we can compete and can compete very well with those high caliber teams and so I think it can help us throughout the season with the rest of our conference games how what's the feeling on the bench because you've had the the experience of it going the other way we talked a little bit about this on Friday but what's the feeling when you keep it close and you all of a sudden can feel do you feel the nervousness or the tension on the other side um 
Yeah, you can, not maybe nervousness, but you can just feel how close of a game it is and the adrenaline kind of running through you, even when you're on the bench, you just sure. feel the excitement of the game. And it's just, it's a really good feeling to have. 2020 uh, senior year, it's supposed to be a really good feeling to have for you as a senior, you know, senior day, graduation coming up. Obviously, there's so many things that are in flux and in question right now. Uh, how have you tried to keep yourself and how's the senior class kept themselves positive in this you know, weird and crazy year. You know, it's supposed to be the focus on you guys out there and, you know, only 100 people allowed in. And, and you've been a part of some really loud gyms here with packed and some exciting wins. Uh, how frustrating has that been? Well, it does kind of stink not having as big of a crowd to play in front of. But um, we're just grateful that we still get to play, even with all the mask mandates and everything like that. We just are trying to stay positive and be grateful that we have the opportunity to still play. Some of the other conferences aren't getting to in other sports. So we're just trying to make the best of what we get this year. So I've been, you know, talking to Coach Spence since 2012 when I started filling in on this deal. And, um, you know, to me, it seemed like he's changed a lot since, since then. Uh, how much has Coach Spence changed over your, even just your four years being a part of the program? Has the old man gone soft? I wouldn't say soft. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely not soft. Good answer. But, um, yeah, he has changed, I think. Well, I, I, he's been good ever since I've been here. But, um, yeah, I've heard some stories that <laughs> he was a lot uh, – I don't even know what the word would be. But that's okay. Maybe you want to reserve that word just in case because no, I know you, you do have more practice coming up this week. Yes, I, but no. Um, definitely not soft. I think he's <laughs> done a really nice job my four years here. <laughs> that's a great answer. Uh, another coach, which is actually behind the camera, who we'll talk with next segment, is Coach Medea Saldana. Uh, started out as a teammate, obviously, um, different circumstances prevented her from finishing out her career as a player, which we'll talk to her about here in just a moment. But uh, what's it been like to have Coach Saldana still around as a fellow student, but also to have her as a coach? Well, Maria and I started this all together with uh, Haley and Riley. So it was really like tough when she couldn't play anymore. But the fact that she's been able to stick around and still contribute highly to the team is Really cool. Well, you mentioned one of those other players that you kind of came in with this freshman, Riley. And I'm told that Riley has a rather <laughs> personal question for you. And so uh, listeners will get to hear that here and uh, we'll play it for you uh, right now. So uh, good luck with this question. Oh, boy. <laughs> Prax, you often track down rebounds from people who outsize you. What is your strategy for your offensive rebounding? Okay. You guys set me up. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, we we heard it. So it was uh, it was the offensive rebounding. So yeah, we. What's your strategy? What's, for so it was your strategy for offensive rebounding, Braxton? Um, apparently, Coach Ealing got you. They said that yeah. this is going to be a really tough. Question. They were psyching me out. I was so nervous. <laughs> <laughs> you are you you're a player who came in though. You know, kind of as a shooter, but as you've matured here. You know, you're someone who does get down in the post and can play defense and does, does get rebounds. So what is your offensive rebounding strategy? Well, if you ask Coach Spence, it's not good enough. <laughs> but, and my dad probably. But, um, no, I just, I kind of like to battle down with the bigger girls, the posts. I think it's kind of fun. But, um I don't know. I just try to track down the ball so we can get another shot at <laughs> scoring that, that, again. That works. So um, since Maria should be playing, 
Uh, I thought it would be good to have her participate as well. So you get to ask a question for Maria. Oh. So if you want to think about that. Yeah. Okay. So we're going to think about Give her a few minutes and then Maria will be up, up next here. Uh, you mentioned your dad and your dad's been fun to interact with on Twitter. <laughs> Gosh. Uh, he's been, he's been uh, you know, he, he, he finds me at games sometimes. What, what, what was it like growing up with, with good old dad uh, being probably your biggest basketball fan and what the probably 15 plus years you've been playing hoops? Yeah, it's been great. Um, we have a really good relationship, well, on and off the basketball court. But um, he's been my coach on basically every team until now. So it's been great to help, have him help me grow and become a better person and basketball player. And it's just, like, really special to have the relationship that we do. Now, one thing that you guys have done, and I think I've – I think I kind of prop this up every time that one of you comes on the Newman women's basketball off the radar on <laughs> YouTube, which is the best that has been done so far. I think baseball and volleyball close second place, but you guys are, are off the top. Is there anything that you didn't know about a teammate that you learned after off the radar? No. No, you, you, knew, you <laughs> knew it all. You knew all the good and yes, the bad. Yes. One of my favorite parts of the video, I think that the question was, the most likely to have a modeling career after basketball. And I think that you and Bailey were the leading vote getters. And when Bailey said that she was not photogenic, you were trying to break the camera lens with your stare. What was going through your mind when Bailey said that? She, she thinks she's not photogenic. Every time we take pictures, she gets so angry because she never gets a good picture. <laughs> but she's obviously a very pretty girl so like it's just funny because she always says that and she is photogenic how much have you gotten to know her better um because you've been working with her as part of the baseball newsletter which came to an end uh on twitter and the baseball team you've been doing an internship with them so how much did you work with her in trying to promote the baseball team um yeah we worked a lot on that together and she's also my roommate this year so well one of my roommates so we've gotten to know each other a lot better gotten a lot closer and it was really fun working together with the baseball team it was something that neither one of us have gotten to do before so it was really cool to go through that and learn those new things with you her. played a lot of sports at emporia high school you did you played softball or i did for you, two did, years so are were you a baseball fan softball fan growing up yeah i've always enjoyed um watching baseball and softball, and I played it on and off while growing up. It was never my favorite sport, right. but I still played it. <laughs> so as a communications major, um, obviously you've got some time to kind of figure out this is a, a give back year, so theoretically you may have another year of eligibility if you want it. Um, obviously in terms of the job market, this is probably the worst time in human history to be graduating college, so God bless you. Good luck with that. <laughs> but what are some things, obviously with communications, there's a lot of different things that you could do with it. What are some things that you thought about maybe pursuing after you do finish up your time at Newman? Um, I'm still figuring that out. There's I've thought wrong with that. <laughs> a little bit about like marketing type stuff, um, maybe some sales things, but I'm planning on getting my master's next year. So I've okay. got a little bit of time to sure. work on it, but yeah. Uh, uh, obviously, uh, there's, it's not a coincidence that we bring you on before the Lady Hornet game. Um, growing up in Emporia, how big was Emporia State Athletics and going to Emporia State games while you were growing up as an Emporia high school Spartan at one point? Well, growing up, I went to all the camps when I was little, and those girls were, like, big time to me. Sure. Like, 
WNBA players. Like, I thought they were the coolest thing ever. So, um, yeah, being able to play there in front of my hometown, a lot of people that I know is really special to me. So I know that the attendance is limited, and there's only like 20, 30. It's less than 50 for sure that are on the pass list. Um, and I know the rule was that anybody in Emporia who wants to come can come, but if they're going to sit with you guys, they could not wear black or gold. Um, are, are you guys going to find a way to get people in through the back doors of White Auditorium <laughs> to get them in the Newman section? Well, I can't say anything for sure. Okay. No, I'm just kidding. But, uh, yeah, we've got a pretty good-sized pass list. I'm thankful for that. So. Some of my family and friends are going to get to come watch, but they are not allowed to wear gold or black. Well, and, and I also checked uh, here. I'm sure you probably know this. You're two and one against Emporia State. Yes. Well, so <laughs> I am keeping track of that. You, okay. So, uh, final question for you here. Uh, Emporia State obviously has the MIAA Player of the Week, Treasure Joe, from down here in Wichita. Uh, obviously, NCAA tournament team from a year ago. What do you feel like is the key matchup for you and the team as you get? set to play a one-and-one Emporia State team? Well, both the times that we've gone to Emporia to play, we have not gotten off to a good start, and it kind of hurt us the rest of the game. So I think the key thing is just to come out strong and have a good second quarter. We always kind of get down in the second quarter, so we need to focus on being um, steady throughout the whole game and just being consistent. Senior guard from Emporia, Braxton Stewart. One more homecoming. Well, at least one more homecoming uh, coming up on Thursday. And that tip time has been moved to 6 o'clock. So we'll be on the air with pregame at 545 on the Newman Jets Audio Network. Uh, we'll see you up there, and best of luck. Thank you. Now your friend and your coach, Maria Saldana, will be joining me next here as we wrap up the JetCast. Fact is, every insurance company hopes you drive safely. But Allstate actually helps you drive safely with DriveWise. It lets you know when you go too fast and brake too hard. With feedback to help you drive safer, giving you the power to actually lower your cost. Unfortunately, you can't do anything about that. Now that you know the truth, are you in good hands? Check out your Allstate agent here in Wichita, Mike Light, at 316-684-0121. Great performances on the court do not happen without great support off the court. That's why Newman Athletics is excited to announce the opening of its new Aviator Club. We invite you to join us in the important mission of supporting the Jets. You can make a huge difference in the lives of our 300 student-athletes by signing up for one of the four club levels. Becoming a member is easy and will have a great impact on Newman Athletic Facilities, recruiting, and more. Plus, memberships come with privileges like game passes, discounts at the new online jet store, special events, and much, much more. So join today by clicking on the Aviator Club on our website, newmanjets.com. And as always, thanks for your support of Newman University Athletics. Last segment of the JetCast, Emporia State coming up. Doubleheader is still on at Washburn, by the way, on Saturday. So We'll have two games for you, men and women, on Saturday on the Newman Jets Audio Network. Hope you'll join us for that up in Topeka. 
But the women, the only game on the schedule for Thursday. And joining me is one of the coaches uh, trying to design that game plan to get that win on the road. Maria Saldana, a would-be senior from Frisco, Texas. Started out as a Newman Jets player for two years. uh, Now a student assistant for the last two years. Maria, it's great to have you back. Thanks so much. Thank you for having me, Blake. Well, uh, Kansas State game, let's talk about that first, obviously. Uh, How did you kind of take that in and take in that experience on the bench as you guys were really pushing the Wildcats and and had a chance to win right down to the very last two minutes of the game? Well, having that experience to play Kansas State was definitely really big for us as a program. And I think the girls were very excited to get on the floor and play and especially play against such a great D1 team and being able to compete with them and I guess it kind of surprised us all in at the beginning, but then we realized like, oh, we can really compete with these teams and we are really good this year and we can continue being really good this year. Last year, obviously, you were also student assistant, but there was another graduate assistant in the program, Coach Cam. Uh, coach Cam is, you know, last I knew, an interim head coach up at Pratt because that head coach left. So he leaves. How has that changed your responsibilities as now the second assistant coach on this team? Uh, yeah, Coach Kate's leaving. It definitely um, came to as a, as a surprise. And I knew right away that my responsibilities would begin to pick up way more than they were last year. Um, I'm still in charge of the social media for Newman Women's Basketball. But now I've taken the role as, like, kind of like taking care of like the food items and taking care of like hotel stuff um when we do start traveling and staying in hotels i take care of the managers of course um and just doing a lot of the little stuff on the sides that coach crumb and coach spence don't really need to do as they are you know head coaches and all that so i've been taking care of the little things and it's it's um Increased my leadership skills a lot more, too. Obviously, you were expected to be a leader as a point guard, started as a player, missed your first year with a knee injury, uh, came back, had other health problems, uh, been very public about uh, your diabetes. When you got the the word down uh, that you were, the doctors were telling you that, that you should not continue playing, how difficult of a day was that, and how did you bounce back emotionally and mentally from that, uh, obviously, to become a, a vital member of this team as, as an assistant coach? Well, um, throughout that entire season, I kind of knew that at the end it was going to be my last one. And going back home for spring break and having that talk with my doctors and with my parents, um, I already, like, was mentally preparing all season that it was coming to an end. So when I had that final meeting with Coach Spence and talking to him about it, both him and I knew that it was time for me to quit and time for me to move on, which was very heartbreaking because I do love this sport and I really wish I could play all four years, five years since I would be a red shirt. Sure. Um, but I was just really grateful that Coach Spence and Coach Crum was able to give me a chance to stay here to finish my degree and help out any way that I could because, you know, Coach Spence said that I was a great person, a great young young lady. So being able to stay with 
stay here, stay with my friends, stay continuing my life in Wichita, it's actually re really been a blessing. Well, how, you know, I, I don't know if every single coach would have done that, you know, uh, how, how did that make you feel for him to say, you know, here's something that I think that you could still help the team, even though you can't play and you'd rather be playing, obviously, but still a way that you can become involved. How did that make you feel when Coach Crum and Coach Spence approached you with this student coaching opportunity? It actually made me very grateful to have coaches like them because I know that not every single coach in college basketball would have given me that opportunity. They knew that I was um, very good at social media and yeah. graphic design. So they said that, oh, we could use that for you since we don't have someone currently doing that for us. Um, and just being able to take that point guard leadership position and switch it over to being an assistant coach and helping out with the players and the newcomers and especially like anyone who would be injured unfortunately during that year i could help them because i was in that role as well well and you have two players unfortunately two freshmen that are already in your same predicament what's it been like talking with ashanti and with elise about what they've been going through with their season ending injuries um well they i've been helping out elise a lot since ashanti is still recovering from her surgery um I've been helping Elise in the fact of like bench and being there for the for the players who are coming off the floor and just being there, being loud, like hopefully Riley, you <laughs> yeah. know, continue continue that loudness that Riley. Provides. I don't know if anybody is as loud as Riley, and that's okay. But um, I can help them through that, and it also helps me prepare for what I want to do in a career in sports psychology. Um, help them with the mental aspect of mental health aspect of that. So you, you mentioned sports psychology. So it, it, is that, does that mean that coaching's off the table? There's a lot of sports psychology in coaching. It, uh, yeah, maybe like later down the line, um, I could look into coaching, but for now, I just really want to focus on being a psychologist and helping uh, young athletes with that. You also have gotten quite a few, uh, like I think it would be director of basketball operations. Like they do a lot of the stuff that you've been doing for, you know, the hotels, the meals, the social media. How much have you enjoyed this experience of kind of getting to, as Coach Spence, you know, told me about when I talked to him for pregame this week, kind of peeking behind the curtain and kind of seeing the, the other side of collegiate athletics um, as a coach, you know, getting a, kind of a window into how game planning goes and how the sport goes that, that sometimes players don't always get to see. Yeah, it was definitely um, an eye-opener seeing the different side of the college basketball because being a student athlete you know you're just focused on your studies and you're focused on basketball and practicing and getting your game better but looking on the coach's side of view it's very very different yeah. and you deal with a lot of outside things and making sure that the season goes the way you want it to go um but it's definitely been an interesting experience for me and i'm very grateful that i've got so, to have it yeah i'm gonna allow i'm gonna give you an opportunity to give me some coach speak give us a breakdown on emporia state you got the miaa player of the week uh coming off of i think two ncaa tournament appearances under coach win uh, what's your breakdown of lady hornets how do the jets get a victory against emporia state i think we just need to come out strong and play all throughout 40 minutes um like braxton had said that we kind of tend to get down in the second quarter um but we know what we can do we know what we're capable of especially coming off of this k-state game and just working hard in practice working on our plays and we know that we can come out and 
beat Emporia State and do what we know what we can do. Well, the Jets are looking for their first win in Emporia, so that'll be a, a huge accomplishment if you guys can pick it up to go to 2-1 and one in the MIAA. And you mentioned Brack. She is still behind the camera there, and uh, we didn't want to leave you out. You know, you should be a player, so I thought, you know, you should get in on the question chain. So uh, Brax has got a question for you, and so we'll go ahead and play that for you now. What's been your favorite part of your coaching journey so far? Okay, that's a great question for you. So your favorite part about the coaching journey that you've had? Hmm, I'm going to have to think about that one. Um, I guess my favorite part is, I guess, still being part of a basketball program. Um, When I was going through what I was going through, I was afraid that I would have to stop altogether, stop basketball in my life. And just being on the sidelines still and being able to see how these girls grow and throughout the season, it's really been um, eye-opening for me and definitely opened my experience to maybe I do want to be a coach later on in life. Final question for you. What do you feel like your role is on this team? I'm not talking about necessarily, well, you know, you got to make sure the girls get sandwiches before the game and make sure that everybody's got a bed to sleep in on the road. But, you know, as, you know, a, a intellectual part of this team and a spiritual part of this team, what do you feel like you need to bring to the table for this team to be successful? Um, I think I can bring um, support being a former player and being a coach. I can give them both aspects of what the coaches want and what the players should do. Um, I don't know. I guess I'm just a very supportive person. Um, I know that when uh, after games, if Haley and Riley like want to talk about what they did, I am always there to give them a second aspect, second mind, since I am the eyes on the sideline and able to see what is going on and what they're not doing and what they are doing correctly. Um, I can help them in that aspect as well. Maria Saldana, second year student assistant, fourth year member of this Newman Jets women's basketball team. Maria, so great to have you on. Thank you so much. Thank you. And that is our JetCast for this week. Every Wednesday at 6 p.m. We'll be back next week with another show. And so until then, Blake Cripps saying go Jets.